Hi, this is Christy Sedramelli. I'm a pediatric pulmonologist at Johns Hopkins, and this is um, our Pediatrics Assembly podcast. We are talking today about um, different highlights from the meeting that are coming up, particularly things related to the Pediatrics Assembly. I am a pediatric pulmonologist at Hopkins, and I study sickle cell disease and pulmonary complications. Um, I also do some work related to health disparities and asthma, so at the conference this year, I will be co-chairing a workshop about uh, pediatric sickle cell disease, and I will also be presenting a poster session on, I think it's on Monday, and I'll tell you exactly when it is, Monday between 9.15 and 11.15, um, and this is uh, at caregiver-reported negative experiences with the healthcare system are associated with decreased likelihood of subspecialty care and Head Start children with asthma. So that's my opening. And Chris, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Christy. Um, so my name is Chris Carroll. I'm a pediatric ICU physician, so I'm one of the few pediatric critical care physicians in the American Thoracic Society, although we do have our own working group now. Um, I'm a pediatric ICU physician at Connecticut Children's um, at the University of Connecticut, where um, I also study pediatric asthma and particularly severe asthma in children. Uh, I um, am also involved in social media for the American Thoracic Society, and we are going to be active again this year with the hashtag ATS2017. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to do this podcast with you today, Christy. Yeah, same here. So um, we thought we would just right off the bat mention two uh, important events related to our assembly, and then we're just going to go day by day, and each of us will maybe comment on some things that looked interesting to us. So right off the bat, I wanted to mention um, the pediatrics assembly meeting. I think that's really important to go to. Um, I go to it every year. It's a great way to network with people and find out what's going on with our assembly. That is on Sunday, and actually, do you have the time for that, Chris? I didn't. I do. That. It's uh, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Renaissance Washington in the Grand Ballroom Central, which is in the ballroom level. Okay. And also that same day, I mentioned uh, the Pediatric Critical Care Working Group is that day, too, if anyone's interested and is not currently on that mailing list. Um, from 11.45 to 1.15, there's a lunch meeting. Lunch will be provided um, at uh, also the Renaissance in Washington, D.C., in meeting room 13. Uh, and if you need any more information about that, um, you can email me or uh, uh, message me on, on Twitter, and I will certainly um, uh, get you that information. Okay, great. And then I also wanted to mention the Pediatrics Assembly Dinner, which I enjoy every year. It's um, They give the Founders Award where they honor someone who's contributed a lot to the field, and that's on Monday, May 22nd, between 7 and 10 at the Renaissance Washington downtown. And you do have to register in advance for that one, but I think it's worth it, and particularly for trainees and junior faculty, it's a great way to really meet people and start to network and see them again year after year, something I really appreciate. Yes. As well as learn about the history of, of our field. Right, right. Agreed. Yeah, you know, typically the person getting the Founders Award gives uh, a lecture about their experience in yeah. pediatric pulmonology and in pediatric respiratory diseases in general. And it, it's always very instructive to, to learn about about what they went through and what um, how they developed their careers and how things are different now. And it's just, you know, it's a fantastic experience. And I agree. I go to it every year as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. 
Okay. Well, should we sort of take it day by day now? Sure. Um, do you want to start with the postgraduate courses? Um, sure. We have one on we have one on Friday, um, May nineteenth. Uh, this is we were talking a little bit before the podcast. This is a fantastic one. Um, the pediatric respiratory physiology postgraduate course that um, Howie Panich and Jules Allen give. Uh, they've given that a few times, and I've gone to it. Uh, at least once, and I've uh, lectured at it at least once, and it's a, it's a fantastic course. They go through basic physiology as well as abnormal pathophysiology. There's a lot of discussion about waveforms and ventilator mechanics. It's just a, a really basic lecture that provides an excellent foundation for respiratory physiology. It's really a, a a must-go-to thing at some yes. point in your career, if not more I than agree. that. I agree. I've been multiple years, and I would say even as a first-year fellow, when I was just learning a lot of these concepts, um, it was very instructive. But much later, too, and particularly when I was studying for pulmonary boards, it was awesome. It's just such a good course. I can't recommend that highly enough. Yeah, it really, it really is. It really is. So that's on Friday, but there's an extra fee involved, and if you want to go, you have to, to look up online and pay that extra fee. But it is well worth going if yes. you can. It's so worth it. There's that's another one on Saturday. I to mention. Yes. Is that Saturday? Okay. That's Saturday. Um, that's the aerodigestive one. And the official title is Aerodigestive Approach to Complex Chronic Pediatric Diseases. I think this one's also going to be really interesting. I can't go to it because I have uh, my workshop that day. But, you know, aerodigestive is, it's, such a multidisciplinary topic, and it looks like on their agenda, they're going to be considering all the different angles. You know, at our own institution, I know that involves ear, nose, and throat doctors and GI doctors and pulmonologists, and I can tell that they've prepared this and considered the multifaceted, you know, specialty areas. These kids are complex, and I think it's going to be cool because they're not only going to talk about the pathophysiology, but, you know, how to go about evaluating and managing these kids and how to sort of coordinate programs at other institutions. So I think, you know, there's there's lots of benefits to be had from that. And I kind of wish I was free for that one, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> and are there any other courses we need to mention? I think those are the only two pediatric ones in particular. Okay, oh, wait, there's yeah. a – actually, there is another – there is another one um, that might be interesting to people. There's one on Friday, May 19th, that mm -hmm. um, is a day-long course on skills for critical evaluation of clinical research. Um, oh, which yeah. uh, should be an interesting basic course on how to evaluate uh, and perform clinical research. So um, yeah. uh, if you're looking for something to do, that might be a good one. And then on Saturday the 20th, there's a uh, bronchoscopy day, uh, hands-on guide to basic bronchoscopy oh, yeah, e-bus, which, um, which might be interesting as well. Agreed. Okay. And those are not specifically pediatric sessions, but they may yeah. be interesting for pediatric providers. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, should we then go day by day starting with Sunday? Sure, sure. So okay. on Sunday morning, Sunday's a busy day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, all, they're all busy. They're all busy days. But there's two sessions uh, Sunday morning. I can start with the first one. Um, sure. At 9.15, there's a pro-con debate in pediatric asthma. Um, this was put together by one of uh, my colleagues in Connecticut, uh, Tregany Semino, um, and also Eric Forno uh, is one of the co-chairs, as well as Andrew Bush. Um, it, uh, it looks to be a, an excellent session on asthma. They're going to discuss uh, pro-cons on whether early environmental 
uh, allergen exposure prevents asthma, um, whether vitamin D supplementation should be part of asthma management, whether we should use uh, exhaled nitric oxide as part of standard monitoring, and, um, and uh, as well as intermittent corticosteroid uh, use. So uh, it will be an excellent review of the critical, uh, the current literature, and it should be a it should be a good talk. And it's a two hour talk one. on Sunday. Yeah, I am definitely going to this one, and I think the pro con format is really well well suited to this these types of research topics. Um, I always absolutely learn a lot. yeah, cool. Um, okay, what else? Let's see. There, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say there's one on bronchiectasis and lung infection. Yeah. Um, during that same time, although I think we've both just decided to uh, go to the pediatric <laughs> asthma one. We have, not because the other one doesn't sound interesting. And I will say there are times, I'm sure you do this too at ATS, where you kind of run in and out of different ones. Um, I do, especially with the especially with the um, the abstracts, with the scientific yeah, abstracts. I find myself me running too. back and forth, yeah, Definitely. quite a bit. Um, <laughs> and that's that's something that. Um, that really is the the jewel in these meetings is the the original scientific abstracts. Um, we're going to mostly be talking about about um, seminars and symposium in our podcast, but um, just because there's frankly too many uh, abstracts to really go into. But um, but if you haven't looked, I would encourage you to look online. Yes, we're not going to mention every single thing just because we don't have time, but we will mention some of the bigger events. I want to go ahead and say now too before I forget. Starting on Sunday, and actually Sunday through Wednesday, every day, there is a very early morning session that I always find to be high yield. I don't know if you've been to it, Chris, but it's the Pediatric Clinical Core Curriculum. Um, Oh, yeah. They're so good. And I'm not totally a morning person, but I still go. I mean, it starts at 7 a.m. It's a little early, 7 to 8 a.m., but they pack so much good information into that hour, and it's always clinically relevant. I don't know what the topics are this year, but usually I think it's two or three topics per day each day, um, and there's a lot of CME credit available. There's like a post right. you take, and I love those sessions, so I get myself there, even if I... Well, there's actually MOC it. credit you can get from those oh, sessions, MOC. too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, no, there's definitely CME, it's but there's unique, MOC, right? too, which is yeah. even even harder to That's get. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there are pre-tests available for that as well, too. Um, yes, right. I believe you right. have to take. Which you do have to take, and they're online. They're probably online now. I don't even know. Um, okay, so other things on Sunday worth mentioning. One thing that I thought looked interesting, it's a jointly developed symposium, and Pediatrics Assembly is part of it. It's um, called Catching Fire, the Global Health Issue of Household Air Pollution. I thought this yeah. was really interesting and very relevant to global health. So it talks that they're going to talk about things like indoor air pollution from wood-burning ovens and, you know, things related to cooking and heating and the particulate matter, carbon monoxide, and other pollutants that are associated with that, and how that contributes to not only lung growth and development, but also chronic disease across the lifespan. So I have a feeling this will be not just pediatric, but partly pediatric and really interesting. And they're going to include things down to the, you know, cell and molecular level and also epidemiologic stuff. So I think it will be really interesting. Yeah, that does sound like a great section. Uh, you know, particulate indoor air pollution is such an important thing, uh, particularly in uh, globally. And I think it's a it's a great topic, and I'm glad uh, ATS is focusing on that uh, again this year. I agree. Um, 
Yeah, selfishly, I'll mention I'm um, chairing a poster uh, discussion session along with um, John McGuire and Stacey Peterson Carmichael that afternoon on pediatric uh, cardiovascular disease and critical care. Um, the abstracts in that session look fantastic. So if you're free that afternoon, from uh, it's the same time as the household air pollution one. So yeah. um, you'd have to cut back and forth. That's a 2.15 to 4.15 session, which is the same time as the, the household, household air pollution. But <laughs> if you can come, that would be great. And I just realized, this is how ATS is every year. There's always multiple things at one time that I want to go to. Um, but Best of Pediatrics is also on Sunday from 2.15 to 4.15. So 2.15 yeah. to 4.15, be at ATS, and you may even want to jump between <laughs> sessions. So Best of Pediatrics is always good. There's usually standing room only. Um, and it's I don't know what the topics will be this year, but they usually go through um, some of the major you know, articles that were published in the year. I, I always think that is such a great session, too. Well, I'll tell you what. I will promise to live tweet the um, pediatric cardiovascular disease and critical care if someone else <laughs> promises to live tweet some of the other ones. <laughs> that um, that's how I always get through these meetings. Is, uh, I will live tweet. I might, I'm okay, not going to say I'm not going to be between one. two of the other ones, but I'll definitely be at <laughs> Best of Pediatrics and maybe the other ones. So I will All right, perfect. Tweet. Okay, cool. Shall we move to Monday? Right. Sure. Okay. So there's a, um, let's see, Monday, there is a, uh, the first pediatric-related session is on mechanical ventilation in the NICU, PICU, and at home. Uh, and that's from 9.15 to 11.15, and it's subtitled, What Every Pediatric Pulmonologist Should Know. Um, it, uh, uh, Tassos um, Kambulis is uh, chairing that uh, session. Uh, and I don't know who the other speakers are, but um, it looks like an excellent talk from the description. It's going to provide a comprehensive review of ventilators and strategies um, for management and weaning off of mechanical ventilation. Um, so that should yeah. be that should be an excellent course. I agree, relevant to lecture. both of our both of our fields, and because it looks like they're going to talk about acute and chronic management, which is great. I right. think that's going to be an awesome session. I actually put a star by it. Yeah, I agree. That will be that will be excellent, uh, especially since a lot of us get very used to the ventilators that we use, but then when we go right. to these big conferences, we realize that, oh, sometimes people use different ventilators, and they seem right. to work okay, too. Right. And, you know, recently there were chronic home ventilation guidelines put out, so, you know, people could also, I'm sure they're going to talk about that and talk yeah. about for the chronic stuff, which is, you know, pretty different than some of the stuff you guys think about in the hospital acutely. Um, it's just slightly different Absolutely. ways to think about it, so I think this will be a great session. I also noticed at the same time on Monday, that between 9.15 and 10, uh, no, sorry, 9.15 and 11.15, there's a pediatric asthma session, and it is a mini symposium, but I'm not sure the details on that. I don't know if we know yeah. yet. Do you know anything no, about it? No, it's not listed in the program, so I don't know why that's, okay. uh, we're missing that. But another I'm session sure there asthma. will be more details available between right. now and then. And we should say that every day on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, from 11.15 to 1 p.m., the uh, posters will be up for that day. Yeah. Um, and the authors will be by the posters. Actually, the posters are supposed to be up all day long. Um, but uh, the authors are supposed to be there from 11.15 to 1 p.m. every day. Um, so if you want to see them, stop by during lunchtime. Right, definitely. Um, okay, what else should we talk about on Monday? Well, there's Monday afternoon, again, from the 2.15 to 4.15 block. There are three sessions at once. Um, <laughs> there's the P's year in review, yeah, uh, cystic fibrosis, 
uh, cystic fibrosis, primary ciliary dyskinesia, and interstitial lung disease session. Um, on well, that's a poster discussion session, yeah. and a um, a joint symposium on um, implementation science in pulmonary critical care, sleep in pediatrics. That should be interesting. Yeah, that should be about that, but I think that that should be interesting. interesting. So, you know, I think that that um, really what they mean by that is when is it appropriate to translate um, uh, evidence into our clinical practice? You know, I think we're we're barraged with um, with 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 studies, especially when we go to a meeting like ATS, where we have a lot of of um, preclinical studies or even some clinical studies. When do we adopt them? uh, you know, in, in, in widespread practice, right. um, right. you know, there's been some, there's been some, um, pushback about that, at least in the critical care world, because, uh, some of the things that we've implemented may have been implemented a little too soon. And then, the, right. then we end up going back on this, um, on what yeah. we've decided. Uh, right. so, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of thought that needs to go in before you start implementing things. So I, yeah, um, definitely. I think that'll be, that'll be an interesting thing. Implementation science. Great. Sounds like a great session. All right. Shall we yeah. move to Tuesday? Sure. Okay, good. So first of all, um, there's a mini symposium at 915. This is from 915 to 1115. Bronchopulmonary dysplasia turns 50. That sounds interesting to me because bronchopulmonary yes. dysplasia has really changed a lot in terms of how the disease is, obviously, based on how we treat children in the NICU who's surviving. Of course, there was the pre-surfactant area and the post-surfactant area that everyone knows about. But in addition to that, I feel like, you know, I work with some scientists that study this, and we're just learning so much more about it and the actual pathophysiology, both from animal models and following children over time. So I know this is going to be an interesting session because BPD has really changed a lot um, since it was first discovered. Yeah, I I, uh, I wish I could go to that session. I really would like to go to the uh, the microbiome session that's happening at the same time. Uh, so oh, there's yeah. a, a early morning scientific symposium on the microbiome and its role in pediatric inflammatory airway disease, uh, and I think that's a that's a really interesting topic. Um, it's by um, some uh, some folks from Ann Arbor in D.C. Um, yes, the, really the University of Michigan. Um, uh, uh, critical care and pulmonary divisions are um, doing some fantastic work on the microbiome right now. So this should be yeah. a very good symposium to go to. I'm not going to say I'm not going to go between both. Um, I've seen Dr. Lapuma <laughs> talk, and I know Dr. Freistat well, and I think they're chairing the session. I think this will be a really good session. Yeah. Okay. Great. And uh more during that day, there is, uh, in the afternoon, there are two sessions on, um, one is on the pediatric chest rounds, which is always an entertaining uh, yes. session to go to. And then at the same time, from 2.15 to 4.15, there's a session on disorders of physiology and sleep in children. Yes, and that's a poster discussion session. That sounds good to me, Oh, that's too. a poster discussion session. Yeah, yes. that is, yeah. Um, the chest rounds is cool, too, because usually fellows present if it's like it was in past years, and then they work with an expert and discuss the case. It's always really interesting cases, and I learn a lot from those. But it's good for fellows to see, too. You know, maybe you could do it next year if you hear, it, hear an interesting case, see what that's all about. Yeah, okay. and this is, uh, they've got some new hosts for that this year. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, it's usually Jason Debley hosts that. He's oh, I didn't know that. Here. But, uh, I didn't know that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. All right, and so on to on to Wednesday. There yeah. will, I imagine, still be people at the conference on Wednesday. <laughs> I will be, I think. Um, <laughs> excellent. Um, there's a morning mini-symposium from 9.15 to uh, 11.15. There are two, one on can children sleep and breathe at the same time, and another on <laughs> lung up? development and BPD. Yeah, I would hope they can. <laughs> Both, yeah, both of those sound good. You know, I've already talked a lot about BPD, but I think it would be interesting for the same reasons I already mentioned. Um, and then I noticed there's also a sunrise seminar. So this is one of those things where you have to pay a small fee to go to it. I'm not sure how much it is, but it's not much money. This is on 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And it is about the exercise testing, which I just think, you know, is interesting. I did a lot of those in fellowship, and I think I might have liked a session like that when I was in the thick of those. Mm. Just learning more of the principles behind the physiology and all of that. Yeah, that should be good. Um, and then finally, in the afternoon, there's a session on uh, obesity, a scientific symposium from 1.30 to 3.30, and uh, another symposium that looks uh, really good as well on um it's called Nudges in the ICU, When and How Should Intensivist Guide Surrogates Decisions. I think oh, this is a, an interesting interesting concept that, um, you know, I think we all have biases that we mm-hmm. um, present to families, and no matter how much we are aware of those biases, sometimes those come across to the families, and um, they can be swayed in one way or the other, and I think... Um, uh, you know, being aware of those biases and talking about them is is a good thing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So this that should be a good session. ATS. There's like psychosocial aspects. There's, you know, basic basic research. There's immediately clinically applicable things. I just love it. It's such a diverse experience. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to mention on Wednesday, it looks like between nine fifteen and eleven fifteen. This sounds cutting edge. It says. There's a scientific symposium, Preventing Asthma Onset in Children by Immunomodulation Using Bacterial bacteria or Bacterial Extracts. That just sounds yeah. interesting to me. That does sound interesting. Um, I wonder how much of it's theoretical and how much of it's actually right. been studied. It'll be very interesting. Right, to right. Have to go to yeah. find out. Have to go to find out. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much everything, right? Yeah, I think that's everything. Well, this was nice talking to you this morning about this, Christy, and uh, I think it'll be a great meeting. I'm very much looking forward to For seeing sure. you all Me in too. D.C. Me too. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you all for joining us on this podcast. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Bye.